the podcast that finishes your workday in a very Red Raider way. This is the Tech Talk Podcast from Double T 97.3, presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. I'm Mike Hebert, owner of Cantex Roofing and Construction. Every day is game day, and we'll get it right when it comes to your roofing, construction, windows, and mirrors. Call Cantex Roofing and Construction today. Together, we are one serving you. It's Tech Talk here on Double T 97.3 and Double T 97.3.com. Clint Scott, Dr. Mike Gustafson, Brennan Riker behind the glass taking care of us. We'll uh, blaze through the schedule real quick as we start our headlines uh, for what lies ahead tonight and through the weekend. High school basketball, you got three girl-boy doubleheaders. Friendship is at Midland High. That'll be at 6 o'clock after we're done here on Double T 97.3. District action as well over on 100.7 The Score. Uh, as Lubbock Cooper takes on Abilene Wiley. And then at 6.30, over on 93.1 Texas FM, the girls and boys of Liberty are over at Slayton tonight. Lady Raider basketball returns to the court tomorrow, and they'll go right back to the Sooner State, of course looking to bounce back from a loss to Oklahoma State. They'll take on the Lady Sooners. Oklahoma is 3-1 in Big 12 play, but they are also coming off of a loss. Uh, that was to Kansas State. So 1.30 start time, 107.7 Yes FM. And then the men's team will be in action. A 3 o'clock tip over at the USA. Uh, 2 o'clock start time here on Double T 97.3. As they take on the Kansas State Wildcats, Two of three teams in the Big 12 that are it's early but undefeated at 2-0 in conference play. One won't be after tomorrow. And then all sorts of wild card weekend uh, NFL playoff action for you. 3 o'clock, 100.7 the score tomorrow. Browns at Texans. After that, 7 o'clock, Dolphins at Chiefs. You do not need a subscription to Peacock to hear that game tomorrow. You can just tune into 100.7 the score. Uh, and then 11.30... On Sunday, 100.7 the score. Steelers at Bills, 7. Rams at Lions. Uh, And then the Cowboys will start at 2.30 against the Packers. That'll be right here on Double T 97.3. Your home for the Dallas Cowboys. One team, clearly not in the playoffs, but was uh, a quick search, if you even want to call it that, that was looking for a head coach after yesterday, was the New England Patriots. Um, And as expected, Jared Mayo is his successor, and he will be the 15th coach in franchise history there for the Pats. Mayo is 37, set to be formally introduced at a news conference next Wednesday. He will be immediately the youngest coach in the NFL, taking over a title that Sean McVay has held since being named the Rams coach back in 2017. How about this? Mayo was a month younger. Than McVeigh. So, there we go. Close there. And as we just talked about there in that first segment, Kalen DeBoer uh, agrees to become the next Alabama coach. I believe nego- uh, contract negotiations are still ongoing. That was the last tweet um, that I saw about it. But DeBoer will be your next Alabama Crimson Tide head coach. Yeah, and the good folks at Red Raider Sports reporting today that Matt Keeler and Steve Linton are in the portal. Both of those guys as grad transfers. I think Keeler was 
we had talked about. It. I, I looked this up as I thought. Oh, I thought I had him written down as a, you know, having gone in like back in early December. Um, but he he was, I believe, a December graduate. I believe as was Linton. Mm-hmm. And so uh, those guys are taking advantage of their grad transfer portal opportunities. So Steve Linton and Matt Keeler formally in the portal. And you know Steve Linton. Well, I would say didn't reach what I would say any of our expectations. Mm-hmm. I'm not trying to say, you know, oh, don't let the door hit you on the way out or anything like that. Uh, certainly no ill will, but he was one, you know, when you were trying to replace Tyree Wilson, you know, how much we heard about, hey, this this defensive line right. might have got better. Right. And the ending result was clearly it didn't. Um, and he was one, you know, he's, he comes over from, from Syracuse, um, and you hear the measurements which were there, you know, it's, it's hard to fake that, but I wouldn't say backed up by the numbers and you couldn't get those numbers over here. Um, you know, wish him all the best, but I would, I would say that is one, maybe a miss feels too strong to say. Um, but yeah, just, you, you, you didn't get the expectations that yeah, you had out of him a, though. Yeah. Just sort of a meh. Yeah. Cause, cause we were hoping he was going to be the pass Russian specialist and, and, uh, and he was involved a lot when, you know, you watch the Wyoming and Oregon games. He's, you know, he's out there making tackles and making plays. I don't think he played after the BYU game, if I'm, if I'm right about that. the uh, It was definitely, you know, on end of the season. He wasn't playing much down the stretch. And I don't know if an injury set that up or, you know, maybe some meh performance, you know, mm-hmm. with, with an injury. I, I don't exactly know. But, uh, you know, by the end – there was so much energy and excitement around the two linebackers and, um, you know, and, and Roberts and Rodriguez being back that, you know, we just uh, didn't, didn't spend a whole lot, a whole lot of time talking about Steve Linton down the stretch. I'm, I'm curious to where he goes because, um, I, I mean, felt like you were, I, I viewed you as an upgrade coming over from Syracuse sure. over to Tech and then um, into the Big 12 and on a team that had, uh, you know, a lot of preseason hype um, and a lot of expectation. So where does he go now? I mean, because he, he's going to have interest around him. Yeah. Um, but is it a... Yeah, I don't think is, he's... Is it, is it going to be what we view as to be on your level or is this a drop back down or... Yeah, I you know, I, I mean, that, that's an interesting question. I I'm, You know, he, he may head back to the Northeast, mm-hmm. you know, because uh, wasn't he from there? I mean, like, wasn't he from up there? You remember? I do not remember that for sure. Linton. Um, or was he a Florida? He wasn't a state of Florida guy, was he? Um, all right, I'll let you. I'll let you look <laughs> that up. Um, <laughs> this the, is where we need our. Uh, it's from Georgia. Ah, okay, from Georgia. But you would think that his uh, his decision is going to be. You know, he needs to get playing time. You know, he he doesn't need to go try to. I mean, I mean, it, and I'm saying that I don't know what his aspirations are, but if he thinks, you know, if he, if he wants to play this game as long as he can, he needs to get on the field and show out a little bit, yeah, as I'm, opposed to going to Georgia, you know, like and just being the third string outside linebacker and playing some special teams. I mean, it to me that that's the 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 question surrounding him. Like he may benefit more by by getting into a group of five situation somewhere and getting after it. Because yeah, I would think that you were and are 100%, and why wouldn't you, 
um, 100% using, hey, you want to get to the league? Sure. Like, look at this top 10 draft pick we just had over at the Raiders right now, making his rookie season debut. You could be that next guy. Like, why why wouldn't you sell that? Um, and so I would agree with you that this would be, you know, if, if that is what he is um, aspiring to do, and I would guess that was a big reason of why he came over here and why you were able to sell Texas Tech on him, um, that he would need to go somewhere where he knows he's going to be on the field and can make a difference and and put better tape out there. Right. Um, and then still knowing that, hey, I'm probably going to have to do the, hopefully I get a senior bowl invite, uh, and then I'm going to have to have a good day whenever the combine comes around um, and you know, still have all of this length and measurables and all the, the eye-popping stuff, but then I actually I need to put some real substance sure. there um, if someone's going to take a chance on me. That'd be interesting. I mean, because one, one situation that would probably be associated with that is he's probably not, he's you know, maybe taking a step back in terms of NIL opportunities. You yeah. Know, depending on where he goes, but yeah. Uh, this on the Yates Flooring Center chat line, you can hit us up there as well. Called DeBoer to Bama yesterday. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. And I think uh, I think DeBoer would have been a candidate at Michigan as well. Uh, I'm not saying he would have taken that, but, uh, you know, he, he's really an interesting guy. You know, this dude from that that put up put up insane numbers at an NAIA school and the in the uh you know uh, Dakotas I mean that you know and mm-hmm. and now now to where he is well he he feels like he's a, a much younger sped up uh process Plumbing. of of what you have uh at Kansas State and Kansas yeah, two I, names totally, who are immediately <laughs> totally over agree. uh the coaching list uh, over there as far as names that are immediately thrown out now the Michigan one That'll be interesting when you see odds and the same thing we just saw with this Alabama coaching search go on. I'm curious if you see one Dan Lanning immediately back on that list over there. How funny would that be? I don't think it'll happen. I think, you know, he's he's set at Oregon. But just to see the buzz would be, uh, just to see Oregon sweat again a little bit would be funny. Uh, it's Tech Talk here in Double T 97.3 and Double T 97.3.com. Speaking of Alabama... I've got some stuff for you on the other side, Gus. It's Tech Talk here on Double T 97.3. It's every Red Raiders favorite podcast. This is the Tech Talk podcast from Double T 97.3. Presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. Happy Friday. It's Tech Talk here on Double T 97.3 and Double T 97.3. Com. Hopefully you got a great weekend in store. You can let us know about it on the Yates Scoring Center chat line. Yeah, Clint Scott, Dr. Mike Gustafson, and Brennan Riker. So, DeBoer going to Alabama. Yeah. Uh, I've got a couple things for you. One, I want you to uh, have Brennan play in a, a, a sound bite here. All right. And I'm going to have sure. you guess to see if you can, out of the vagueness pluck what is happening just from your ears. Okay? Yep. All right. Take it away, Brennan. All right. We have a guess. Uh, 
Nick Saban just got off the plane. That is a good guess. This is uh, when he was hired. Yeah. This is Alabama fans, right? Gathering as close to the fence as they can. They're in Tuscaloosa National Airport, cheering on any private charter that had landed. Really? Thinking that it could wow. be. And at this point, this was Dan Landing conversation when I got this. So, dude, I'm telling you, man. And and and, and that doesn't surprise me. And and what I'm thinking of was the time, like when there's clips of Saban landing, you know, when he left mm-hmm. the Dolphins and went to Tuscaloosa and got off the plane, and there were some, you know, kind of a similar deal to what Coach McGuire had, and you know, get off the plane, some cheerleaders, that kind of thing, but some fans and stuff were there for Saban. Of course, Saban had name recognition and big time name recognition SEC because he had been at LSU and had one on Natty there. Um, but yeah, that that that's what I was thinking. So yeah, I, I probably had the I had the right spot, for the right actual uh, longitude and latitude yeah. for yeah. the clip, just not the right day. That that doesn't surprise me. No, that was a but that was a great guess. I didn't know how close you would get, and you were about as close as you could be. Something else that's going on, of course, you have a statue there in honor of Nick Saban. Have you seen this? Where everyone is just it started off with oatmeal cream pies, one of his favorite things. What he has oh like one God. a day, something like okay. that. Um, and it has grown to just, and I have the picture here of just, yes, it's like he's dead. Yeah. It's like they're doing this in memory of him. And Dude, he's still alive. The, the best thing that's on that statue is a balloon that says, get well soon. It's fun. So uh, one of the list of uh, someone's favorite five things uh, that they've <laughs> gone through and noted, there's the get well balloon. Uh, there is world's best boss mug. There is just a condom. There's well done, good and faithful servant, a sign, and a gold four local. What the condom represents? <laughs> I wonder what the condom is like. Hey, man, go have a good time, dude. Thanks for everything. Just wanted to, uh, you know, I mean, is that is that what the is that what the thinking is? Like, yeah. Well, and if they love him that much, you think you'd want more of them? Like, no, like give him a give him one of those <laughs> where you pull the, and then, uh, yeah, and then uh, you know, and maybe a couple of forties. You know, well, that's what they got the four locos on there. There man. you go. I mean, four locos and some condoms. Like, there you go, Nick. Thanks, thanks for everything, pal. You know, I you had hope. a lot of fun watching your teams. You know what? I yeah, you you. Now it's your turn, big boy. <laughs> God dang, that's uh, awesome. I, you know, would be hilarious. They should set up like uh, just just in case, just in case. I don't, you know, I don't think it would happen. I wouldn't expect it to. But, you know, like set up like a wild game camera somewhere where you can't yeah, see it. Sure. Just to see if Nick just strolled by and picked up one of the things that he was like, oh, hey, well, that's a free box that. of, uh, yeah. of oatmeal cream pies right there. Right, look at that. Some sweet tarts. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah you know, if, if, you, if you believe in the Colin Cowherd adage about, you know, the Alabama wins because they care more, you know, LSU wins at baseball because they care more. Uh, Kentucky wins at basketball because they care more, whatever. If you believe that, and it, it's hard to argue with it, Kansas basketball wins at basketball because they care more because you can't separate the geography and go, well, everyone loves to go to Lawrence. Okay, well, if it was all about Lawrence and the beautiful campus and everything, then why isn't the football team been better? Why isn't mm-hmm. baseball? Why isn't the track <laughs> team better? Whatever. But, but 
you know the it's 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 you know that when when the time comes to rally for nil or facility improvements or whatever people are lining up well you you here we're here we're seeing this deal and and if you follow him on instagram roll tide willie mm-hmm. he's the guy that does the i don't give a piss about nothing but the tide blitz, blitz, Bama blitz. blitz. yeah we need to get a clip. Get us a clip of that. Come on, oh, yeah. do that. Get us because it's all. Yeah, you got it. You get Brennan. You do that. We're just gonna um, make Brennan do everything. I've oh, heard, that's fine. So, so someone who's having a lot better day. Uh, speaking of which, then Brennan or Roll Tide Willie? Both. Oh. Uh, well, so this was Roll Tide Willie had a rough day. By the way, he was in tears when Saban retired the other day. Oh, Did man. you see that? It was like sad. It was yeah. It was not no, good. I believe it. There's times where Just I worry this about barefoot this barefoot man in the middle of the woods crying about oh, Nick. Yeah, <laughs> and his buddy and like what's our guy on this side of the, you know our guy filming him is like Willie. It's gonna be fine. He's 70 years old. He's done a great. Remember Bear Bryant used to cut, you know like having to talk Willie off the ledge. <laughs> Goodness I don't care. That's the Nick Saban. <laughs> Yeah, we got to get it. We got to get a. I don't give a piss about nothing but the tide. You got to get us out there. So, Brennan, we're gonna make you work on that. Also, this is a a fan. I think this was on the Fine Bomb Show. Okay. Um, who was worried that it was going to be Dabo Sweeney? Mm. But I'm gonna tell you, Greg Burns, if it's Dabo Sweeney, I'm pouring gasoline on myself and setting myself on fire on the 50 yard line. You can guarantee it. If it's Dabo Sweeney, I'm pulling my arm off and taking that contract fracture and beating the hell out of myself. No damn Dabo. Do you hear me, Greg Burns? That's from the Alabama nation. Get it right. You'll be judged on this one right here, brother. You'll be judged on this one right here. Man, Paul, I I don't know, brother. I don't know. Y'all pray for me. Pray for me. Help me, Jesus. Nick, change your mind, baby. Change your mind. We ain't gonna make it without you. Nick and Legend has left the bill. <laughs> dude, that dude just won't hang up, man. He just keeps it going. Now you hang up. The best part is Paul Feinbaum at the end going, "Oh my." <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Well, I mean, you know, and we, and we all know the story. The dude poisoning trees, and I mean that 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 thing down there to a soft deep. Now I'm telling you, and I, y'all don't need. We don't need this kind of this moment in time to impress that. But if you've if you just think that those folks are like, hey, they're you know they really care about their team, like eh, you don't understand. No, they're psychopaths. Well, and 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 what I would say about it is, I don't know that their alumni are much different about their program than than you know the most passionate of Texas Tech alumni. I don't you know, and their money people, there may be more of them or whatever, and they may be more entrenched or whatever. But you know, the the difference is is what I would sort. You know, a lot of times people call it like the t-shirt fan or the the third grade alumni or whatever but yeah. the, the people who grew up in the state loving alabama weren't, weren't ever really going to sniff the campus in terms of going to school there but you know that that state identity and when you go way back into the 60s there was a lot of reaction you know, that had a lot to do with civil rights, and there was a lot more deeper stuff going on because those people were like hey the only good thing we got going in our state right now is they're fire hosing people over here and doing all the civil rights stuff that was so mm-hmm. awful and blowing up churches and all the one good news that they had back in those days in the 60s was football on saturdays bear bryant mm-hmm. and so you know there was a ton of people that rallied around that and and you know and we see it texas has that oklahoma has that those those main state schools where people will grow up and go, oh, 
he didn't go to school there, but that's his team, mm-hmm. you know, and we all know those people, and that's fine. And you've got a little bit of that in you around Kansas sports, specifically yep. Kansas hoops. There's not a dang thing wrong with it. You sound just mildly better adjusted than that guy on the Fine Bomb show, just a just a skosh. Barely. I've never threatened to set myself on fire <laughs> midfield. I'll pull my arm off and bludgeon myself with it. <laughs> you a legend, Nick. That's, you a legend. Can't do it without you, Nick. That is the best. <laughs> if we don't get some drops out of that, Brennan, you're asleep at the wheel in there, dude. We need a drop out of that, and then we need and we need we need blitz, man, blitz. Don't give a piss about nothing but the tide. Walk him off the edge. Come back to us, Willie. Come back. It's Tech Talk here on Double T ninety seven dot com. The podcast that finishes your workday in a very Red Raider way. This is the Tech Talk Podcast from Double T 97.3. Presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. Welcome back to Tech Talk on Double T 97.3 and Double T 97.3.com. Clint Scott, Dr. Mike Gustafson, Brendan Riker behind the glass. You can hit us up on the Yates Flooring Center chat line. Thoughts, comments, questions, reactions, all of that welcome there. Um, and if you want to play along with what we're about to do, we'd love to see your predictions for the weekend. Let's go into, Gus, Brennan, our playoff prediction. Curious to see what you guys think with what's happening with Wild Card Weekend. And you know what? It's a short turnaround, but who cares? We'll go ahead and we'll do it as a we'll do it as an email. This isn't the email jingle. That sounds like something for 4:45. He was killing it, and then he well tripped up there. That's what happens. Happens to the best of them. Sending myself emails. Here we go. Thank you. Um, Let's start. Let's start with the Browns at the Texans. We'll have this game on 100.7 the score tomorrow at three o'clock. This is Cleveland at Houston. Gus, what do you make of this game? Um, I'm, uh, you, and you're asking me for a score, right? You can give a score. I'll you go can 20 just say 17 a winner. Houston. 20 to 17. Let's go Houston. Texans. Let's go make it happen, boys. And as of yesterday, the Browns were a two and a half point favorite. Okay. I'll change my pick. Oh no. I'm just letting you... <laughs> <laughs> All right. I like it. Brennan. I do want the Texans to win, but I think the Browns will win this. With a slight edge. How slight of an edge? Two and a half points. <laughs> Three points. All right. You well, since he gave a score, you want to just go ahead and give a score? Oh, uh, sure. I'll, I'll I'll go twenty-four twenty-one. Twenty-four twenty-one. The Browns. I'll take Houston as well. I think I, I'm kind of expect this to be a higher scoring game. Um, I'm gonna go. I'm going to go Houston 33-30. to 30 Oh, the Browns. Right. I like oh. it. All right. All right. Get I'll it. Write that one down. All right. After that, stream dumb. Peacock. Ridiculous. Dolphins at the Chiefs, the Ice Bowl. So my man Chris Jones is giving Chiefs fans Peacock logins or something. I don't yeah, know I what that was about. I saw a couple things where Chiefs players were happens. throwing that around. <laughs> 
here's my password or here's here's a fake account that I've made because I've got enough money Venmo, to make yeah, 800 can, accounts. Venmoing you six bucks or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Guess who do you have in this game? I'll take the... Uh, I'll take the uh, fight in Kansas City Chiefs. You got a score? Um, yeah, I'll go uh, 30 27. 30 to 27. That one's going to be played in some brutal conditions there, man. My hands hurt thinking about it. You know, it. the other one that, yeah, and that Buffalo game is going to be played in some big snow, like maybe accumulated snow. You talked about them uh, yeah. getting paying fans. Isn't that cool? To come and shovel out some of the stadium. Yeah, front office sports just tweeted that and uh, that uh, Bills fans, let's see, the Buffalo Bills are asking for fans' help shoveling snow ahead of Sunday's playoff game. The team wants anyone interested to meet at the stadium at 10 p.m. on Saturday night, 20 bucks an hour, complimentary food, show snowball Show snow shovel provided, and you show must snovel horse name. <laughs> yeah, must be eighteen or older. And uh, yeah, I assume that's you know that, my assumption is that's the 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 steps, you know, the yeah. concourses and all that stuff. But uh, especially going down there on a Saturday night. But I mean, if you were a lifer like a Bills lifer, you know, wouldn't you be like, oh, that'd be cool. Just to, oh wait, they're gonna pay me. You know, I'm gonna get yeah. to eat hot dogs or whatever the whatever the food thing is like. That would be that'd be just one of those things that's cool and fun to do, just because it's your your team, man. You know, like they go out and win that game, and you talk about that for years. Going, yep, it was there. because of my shoveling. Yeah. You're welcome, Buffalo. Yeah, no awesome. doubt. I would that would be awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, about the only time I could ever say that about shoveling snow. Brennan, who do you got in Chiefs? Dolphins. Chiefs twenty. Dolphins thirteen. Okay, I think I'm closer to Brennan's score. I think this will be lower scoring uh, with the weather and also with some of the offensive woes. Uh, I'll take the Chiefs twenty to seventeen. All right, yeah. let's you go to that. Right about that. Let's go to that Bills game. The Steelers. I hope are, the Chiefs at... find a way to get it done. Yes, same. Uh, Steelers at the Bills. That'll be Sunday, eleven thirty, one hundred point seven. Score. If you would like to listen, guess who do you have in that game? I'll take the uh, home home uh, Buffalo Bills. Uh, I don't know. 28-27. 20 what? 28-27. 28-27. Yeah. Uh, Brennan? I'll take the Steelers in an upset. Ooh, that would be a big upset, too. Nine Steelers. and a half point favorite. I like it. I'll, t- I'll say 28-21. 28-21. All right, I will go blow out by the Bills, and I will go 30-17. to 17. Seems like the Steelers with uh, – I mean, it feels like this is where Allen, you know, if that game really is snowy and all that kind of stuff, feels like that would fall right into his skill set. But, yeah. hey, you know, that was, that was an entertaining game the other night. Uh, how about a little organization-on-organization organization grudge match if you're talking about the quarterbacks – from the NFC Sunday night Rams at the Lions. I know, man. I, I want the. Uh, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Lions. Uh, 28-17. All right, I like it. I'm ready. I'm. I'm here for the Lions. If if they get to, if if they were to make it all the way to the Super Bowl, I'd be fired up. Uh, they are my a great little Cinderella team. They're my non-Chiefs, non-Cowboys. Yeah, sure. 
rooting interest right now. Brennan? I'll take the Lions. They'll win 24 to 14. 24 to 14. All right, we'll do a Lions sweep here. I think the Lions win as well. I'm going to go 27 to 23. One more before we get to the one everyone's waiting to hear. Uh, a Monday night game, the Buccaneers hosting the Eagles. Um, you know, that's a, it's, that's, that's, that's a, a tricky one. one. It is. Yeah. I'll go. I'll take the Bucks twenty eight twenty four. I don't know, man. I don't know what that that game is. That's Brennan. Tampa Bay thirty five. The Philadelphia Eagles twenty eight. I was curious if we would all pick the Bucks here. I just I, the the Eagles are the team that I trust the least heading into the playoffs. Yeah, at least in the sure. NFC, um, with what they look like down the stretch of that season, just finding ways to lose games and then you go like three weeks out and, and, then no, no, not the, not, and injured yes yeah and beat up mm-hmm. uh, man that is yeah i'll take the bucks i'll go uh let's go 21 to 20 <laughs> and finally 230 sunday dallas uh taking on the packers at home Gus? Dallas 38 to 14. Just going to kick the ever loving crap out of the Packers. And we did get the, if the Packers were to win, yeah. Gus taking a shot on air cleared today. Yeah, good. I'm, <laughs> yeah. And, I, and you have to understand, I, I'm rooting against the Cowboys every time they lace them up. Don't spend a lot of effort and passion on this. I'm just telling you, that's, uh, that's, uh, you know, my MO there. Mm-hmm. Um, not not really a fan, and that was due to the thrashings my team took like fifty years ago, and <laughs> you know until they left town, and I faded on the NFL. But yeah, the uh, so so don't don't misunderstand that. I'm just saying like all the angst I've heard on this station from everyone. Oh, just gotta you know the stop, dude. They're gonna kick the crap out of the Packers, and if they don't, if they lose to the Packers, I'm taking a shot of that rot gut tequila that we always talk about. Brendan, real quick, I need a score. Cowboys 31, the Packers 17. All right, and I uh, we're all picking blowouts here. I'm going Dallas 40, Packers 24. You can let us know your predictions for the weekend on the 8th Floor Center chat line, who you think's advancing to the second round of the playoffs. You can also give us scores for Lady Raider basketball, the men's side, even any of the high school games tonight. We'll take them all on the 8th Floor Center chat line. Also tell you what's going on. When we come back, it's Tech Talk on Double T 97.3 and Double T 97.3.com. The podcast put together with Red Raider fans in mind. This is the Tech Talk podcast from Double T 97.3. Presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. It's Tech Talk here on Double T 97.3 and Double T 97.3.com. Thank you for joining us. Clint Scott, Dr. Mike Gustafson, Brennan Riker. Uh, you can hit us up on the Yates Flooring Center chat line, thoughts, comments, questions, all of that. Welcome there. Um, we got this on the Yates Flooring Center chat line. Jackson Arnold's career is already tanking. Thompson will start several games, I bet. That would be an awfully rough start. 
I mean, that would have to be terrible, terrible over there for Oklahoma, for Arnold, for him to get surpassed. Because, I mean, that's part of the reason why Gabriel isn't over there because they, you know, he didn't have the for sure, hey, yeah, you will be the starting quarterback even though you did all those great things right. here. That would be just, I mean, horrible play yeah. from Arnold. When you're handing it. I mean, you, you know, that – and, and Texas Tech doesn't have this problem, but if if there was to be a situation where you're you're, you're clearing the way mm-hmm. for Baron Morton, and then he falters, which again Baron's already played too much for that to be the the scenario, but you know that that you're banking on the future for him. But yeah, if something were to happen like that for OU, they did let go of. of you know, all Big 12 quarterback and, and for, I'm to, not, to clear the way for this. Just to be clear, I'm not saying Jackson Arnold can't fail and and that actually happen. I'm just saying I I think that that would have to go way, way south. If it was, you know, Thompson, you're getting starts um, w- without an injury being involved. Uh, dude, Bama was trash for years before Saban. Just stop. They're trending down in reality. Well... So you have an Alabama team that was an overtime away from a national championship game up in the fourth quarter, and now that Saban's gone, who do you bring in? The guy who just played in the national championship. I know there's a change there, and those are big shoes to fill, but as of right now, I have a hard time seeing them trending down when the commitment is still there from the fan base and from NIL and still everything you have advantage-wise at Alabama. I am a hard time seeing them trending down. And then well, you add in like the playoff expanding too, seems like they're going to be around and be just fine for a while. Well, what I would say about that is in in very general, and he's he's right. I mean the Mike Dubo, the Dubos and Shula and all that, you know, they they had years where they were not good. Um, mm-hmm. In fact, it was a lot like what we sort of how we sort of regard UT football over the last decade. There was a lot of that with that with with Bama in, in those years and. They got caught cheating in the late 90s and whatever. I mean, Coach Bryant's mm-hmm. deal was a hard thing to follow. And then Saban came in just about exactly 25 years after Bear Bryant and, you know, crushed it. Uh, but the, the thing I would say about that is Kalen DeBoer takes that job based on the ceiling for that program. Uh, the floor could be, you know, the, the floor is probably pretty high, but he knows that if he's dealing with the floor there, if he racks up a couple of nine and three seasons – they're going to want his neck, but he's taken that job because of the ceiling. Mm-hmm. He's taken that job because of, you know, that, that, that is one of the few programs that's capable of, you know, be, being in that natty conversation every year when things are right. And, uh, you know, obviously there's a belief in himself to, to, to sign up for that, but, uh, just just as we talk about great players, why would that guy go there when he's going to have to compete for a job? If he goes to this school over here, he can walk in and start. Well, you know, great players, great coaches, great people don't think like that. And uh, mm-hmm. you know, I, I think that well, especially I think him, the, who's had success on sure, every stop he's been at, right yeah, now. from Podunk to Podunk to the highest level. And so, you know, his his, his yeah, he, he you take a job like Alabama with the the thought that. Uh, you know the ceiling is is as high as anyone's in the country. Uh, not worrying about well, if, gee, if we go ten and two, they're going to be mad at me. Yeah, but you know that's just that's, <laughs> you know I I don't think that is thought that's no. his thought process, and I don't think that's their thought process with hiring him either. No. 
um, because they know what he they know what he's done in the past two years at Washington and instantly what he helped turn around and get back to an elite level. Um, so I don't know. I just like the trending down thought. I think we have to wait and see with what he's able to sustain success wise. Like, I don't think we can just say that right now because from to me from Alabama standpoint, like they are going to have the exact same expectation and are, are going into this thinking we are not going to see a drop off at all. No. And I think it would have been the case uh, with, I mean, certainly with Dan Lanning, I think that would be the case if it would have been a Norvell, if it would have been a Sarkeesian, any of those kind of top of the list guys, that would have been the expectation. Yeah. I mean, I, it's not I, to say that they can't, but I just, sure. think, I just think the, the, the trending down part, like you got to wait and see what he can do with this elite Alabama job. Yeah. I'm, I'm fascinated to see how he'll be in the, the living rooms and just, you know, retaining his roster and, and, uh, you know, what the talk is of him on the recruiting trail. Boy, he, he, uh, he, you know, what he assembled there in Washington was, was pretty special. But yeah, now he, he knows that when he's going into, you know, Alabama, that, that's one of those jobs where he can go recruit nationally if he wants to. But if, if he's having to do a whole lot out of the Southeast and something's not right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Let's, uh, let's find out what's going on, shall we? Mm hmm. All right, there is a customer in Florida. This is a great way to start a story, right? Just involve Florida. Um, that has filed a negligence lawsuit against Duncan, claiming... Are they just going by Duncan now? I know, is that not that Duncan was, that Hines? Was in the story. Is Wait, that what Donut? Donut? Yeah. Oh, or Duncan Don't. Donuts. No, no, oh, I'm no, sorry. Yeah, yeah. No, Donut. I think so. Yeah, I was just going by yeah, Duncan I now. Duncan. I didn't know that. Okay, there you go. I think that's right. Uh, claiming he was injured by an exploding toilet at one of oh. the coffee chain's locations. Uh, Paul Kurok is seeking more than $100,000 in a lawsuit filed in the state court uh, in Orlando, claiming he suffered severe and long-term injuries following the explosion of a toilet in a men's room in Winter Park, Florida. A year ago, after the explosion, Kurok covered uh, in everything you would expect to be covered <laughs> in in this situation... <laughs> He walked out of the men's room seeking help from workers and the store's manager. According to the lawsuit, an employee told him that they were aware of the problem with the toilet since there had been previous incidents. The lawsuit says without diving into further details about the explosion. When contacted by email for more details on the injuries, his attorney, Scott Spradley, said he was tied up and couldn't answer the questions until the following day. Um, I don't think any more information came out after this but it says he suffered a bodily injury oh. um, and in, and has required mental health care and counseling since the incident uh, that dates back to January of 2022 I could see the uh I could see the mental health side of this I don't oh, know what oh my the goodness if you if you walk out and you got crap all over <laughs> you like do you feel like hey I've I was a hundred thousand dollars worth of embarrassed on that when your turlet blew up on me I would have. Res- I mean, could you imagine though? Just Golly. you're you're walking out of the bathroom. You've just had this incident. You've got crap on you. <laughs> Literally, you're walking out and you're just like asking for help. Like I don't like I don't know People what to are do. People running from you. Sh- little kids are screaming. And yes, and you get this from the worker. The like, store. sir, we're aware of the problem with you the toilet over there. 
how many a times, napkin. How many times has this happened? You're well, aware of the problem toilet. The fact that you said it was in Florida is just that you can just stop the story because there. Yeah, we had a actually had a gator in there yesterday, so you should feel lucky. At least you didn't have the explosion and the gator. Right. Oh, all right. Gosh, wolf. Uh, you can hit us up on the H Flooring Center chat line. Uh, this um, apparently it's been Duncan for a while now. Okay. Uh, yeah. No idea. I think they're pushing the. I mean, I assume that's associated with the fact that they're pushing the coffee brand so hard. It's mm-hmm. less about the donuts and more about the deal. Yeah, interesting. The podcast that finishes your workday in a very Red Raider way. This is the Tech Talk podcast from Double T ninety seven three, presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. Think that guy's ever called a fine bomb? Yeah, no <laughs> doubt. He fit right in, wouldn't he? Oh man. Clint Scott, Dr. Mike Gustafson, Brennan Riker. It is Tech Talk. Thank you for joining us. Happy Friday. Hopefully you got a great weekend in store. We are live from the first United Bank studio. You can call us on the Visual Edge IT hotline. That number is 806-771-0973. Or you can hit us up on the Yates Flooring Center chat line. Thoughts, comments, questions, reactions, and get your questions in. 545, we'll have Ask Tech Talk. Appreciate anything you got on your mind. We're also streaming live on Fox 34 News Now and on YouTube at 6 o'clock here on Double T 97.3. It is Friendship Basketball, Girl Boy Doubleheader at Midland High. We'll get you the juice in 15 minutes. Today's top headlines. Uh, We got this on the chat line. I bought 1984 at the Hastings in the mall next to Orange Julius. Nice. See, I don't. I didn't remember that. That's uh, we used to go to what was the record store? Kind of over on 50th Street, over like Sound Warehouse, I think. It was a big record store over there, about 50th and Avenue U, roughly. I can still see the play. The the building's still there, the Strip Center. But man, that was that was the deal. Um, but but you could also. Clint, back in those days, you'd go to Penny's and buy albums. I mean, like, or or cassettes or whatever. I mean, you know, and and I say that like the, the department stores. Everybody, you could get records and cassettes everywhere. But my our place in the in the in the early '80s, mid '80s, like that was a sound warehouse, and I think now it's like an auto parts place or something over there. Mm-hmm. You know, but yeah, I. I uh, <laughs> Yeah, I was thinking, I wonder what that, I, I was thinking about, like, I wonder what that was like when they cleaned that store out, and like, is there any, like, cool posters in the back or anything? Like, <laughs> hey, wait, don't throw that away. Oh, uh, man, I, uh, <laughs> I, from my childhood, I miss Hastings. Like, yeah. oh, man, the only place you could go to get, like, music, video games, mm-hmm. uh, you could also get, like, a black light there, Big or, like, store, some yeah. sort of, like, toy sword, and, like, <laughs> like, uh, ultimate frisbees yep. they're just like whatever you want you might be able to stumble upon it here at hastings yep it was wonderful and like the big ones yeah the big stores the mm-hmm. ones that like out at out, that was out at uh you know 82nd slide 50th and in, uh indiana those that, that you're talking about had like a, a big old bookstore a big old record store you know kind of all mm-hmm. the things it wasn't just a record place with a, a couple shelves of books or a bookshelf with a couple little things of records man it was like uh, the whole the whole shooting match yeah all the offerings the the hastings that i grew up going to in dodge city kansas right beside an orschlands i have no idea if that means anything to you that was mm-hmm. like 
That was like our tractor supply. Oh, nice. Growing okay. Up. Yeah. All right. So it was very Kansas State. Like, yeah, that's awesome. Here's your Hastings and here's your Orschlands. And that's not, that's but that's not in uh, Mullenville, though. No, this that's in Dodge City. Dodge, no, yeah. we didn't have much yeah, in Mullenville. I was going to say, I I, I, I was, we didn't know what a store was right. in Mullenville. I was going to be surprised if you told me uh, that was in the bustling downtown <laughs> of Mullenville. <laughs> How far is Dodge? Uh, that's about 45 minutes from us. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. 40 minutes, I guess. Yep. Um, that's the that's our grocery run store. Yeah, grocery sure. Run yeah, boy. Uh, two big coaching hires today. Hey, got got two of two of the two of the big ones replaced within what twenty four forty eight hours. Saban's replaced and and the Patriot and Belichick's replaced. And the Jared Mayo one just makes sense. And I think I think I saw in his contract he was written in as the successor. So I don't think this came as a shock. Whether you know that. It was or wasn't. This was immediately like, hey, this is the the coaching candidate list, number one on a lot of people's lists for good reason. Turns out to be true. He's like Mr. Patriot. And, what, what, and tight with Mr. Kraft. Oh, yeah. yeah sure. I, mean, I mean, from playing to being an assistant and mm-hmm. just having, I mean, his career being with New England. Um, right. And I think it's also something where, you know, he has a – Although clear, clearly you're making a change there for a reason because it just felt burnt out with Belichick um, and, you know, had, of, of course, all the success you could essentially have with an organization. Um, but at the same time, trying to keep some of, you know, the feel of, of that success that you had, and this is a bridge into that while letting him do something different at the same time. Um, you know... The, the higher earlier to, the higher to me feels very D'Amico Ryan's in terms of you know like sure. Mayo and him are are both kind of the the really smart long career linebackers that stepped into coaching and and uh you know it's it's just it it it's it 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 feels that way that if if you were trying to give a comp you know in, in scouting sometimes you go he his body looks like so and so or whatever if you're just mm-hmm. trying to paint a picture like the the Jared Mayo conversation feels very much like uh, Ryan's. Now, obviously, Mayo's staying within in the house as opposed to Ryan's, who came up through the Niners and then moved over to uh, the Texans. But yeah, that that's what this hire feels like. And their their issues. I mean, they've got what the number two draft, and their issues going to be all about the quarterback because that's that's what they. Oh man, they they put a lot into the Mac Jones deal and it just didn't work. Obviously, there's your other saving Belichick connection. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, well, that's exactly it. And, <laughs> and among others, yeah, that for, for whatever oh, reason, yeah. for, and I'm sure there's good writing on this. And you know, Belichick's the best that's ever done it in my book. And it, the conversation's not even close. And I mean, if, if you want to offer up somebody, better do it. But uh, get ready, I'll shoot you down. It's um, it's hard to argue. Golly, the just the sheer volume yeah. of it. Yeah, mm-hmm. and 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 you know, and like the the six trophies, and then like the. You know, just the AFC championships on top of that. Like, they went and lost a few of them. You know, mm-hmm. <laughs> like, they, I mean, anyway. And, and if, and again, this isn't head coach, but he added a couple more as an assistant and, yes. which he played a huge a part in those. Yes. So, um, I, I agree with you. He's, he's, he's best in my book as well. Um, but I, I think with the, with Jared Mayo, you know, talking about filling the shoes of Saban at Alabama and stuff like that, um, Although I don't think that they're going to have an issue embracing DeBoer at Alabama, I just think maybe there is slightly less pressure. And this could be apples to oranges. Um, with with this situation, 
with the Patriots because you're trying to turn around a franchise now. Right. You're trying to, sure. to rebuild them, um, and you're getting the chance to do that you know, from the building block stage um, where just from the success level um, and the talent level too, everything's been felt like it's been stripped down over there. Uh, I mean, there was heading into one of the later weeks uh, of the season, and you're trying to pick a face of the franchise where you're going, hey, next week when the Steelers – face the Patriots, you couldn't even pick like, couldn't go quarterback because you didn't know who they were going to pick to start. Hard to pick like a star off of that team. The biggest star might be Ezekiel Elliott, and that's <laughs> not from a production standpoint. That's just because Probably. you know that name. It's so like you couldn't even decide who to put up on your advertising poster where you have Watt here for the Steelers. I'm like, ah, I don't know. I guess still just throw out Belichick. Who knows? Yeah, and we you, can't pick it. We can't pick one. I know, and they've really drafted poorly over the last few years, and that that's you know, again, I'm not in the middle of that situation enough to know what what dynamic change, which personnel. You know, Pioli is not involved anymore. Pioli had too much say in it, or whatever. But they have they have whiffed on a bunch over the last three or four years that's really set them back, and so they're going to have to get that part fixed. I saw a tweet that with Jared Mayo and Kevin McConnell that they've drafted more head coaches than 1,000 yard receivers. <laughs> yeah, there you go. It is. Tech Talk here on Double T 97.3. This has been the Tech Talk Podcast, presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. Check out our library of Double T 97.3 podcasts at double T 97.3.com.